Go tear it up. Thank you, man. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, God, what did I do? What did I do? All right. Um, I just want to thank you, Tim. That was an awesome introduction. That's just awesome. Thank you so much. Great way to start. Um, but you guys have no idea how tempted I was to come up here dressed like Gio, you know, spike my hair, get the glasses on, <laughs> speak some random Spanish, you know, but I'm just not Latino enough. I, I just don't get that. I'm, I'm very white. Very, very white. But, um, no, no, yeah. Um, I just want to thank you so much for that introduction. Uh, I want to apologize in advance if I suddenly scream or fall over due to a cramp. Uh, yesterday, uh, me and uh, some of the people here were at a church football event, and uh, we played our hearts out. <laughs> Luckily, we won, thanks to God. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you guys know who you are out there, who were there, but um, I just want to say that was awesome, but uh, I want to apologize in advance if I suddenly scream out in pain. That's not meant to happen. But um, I thought I'd start with a little story before I get into my uh, actual study, just because, I don't know, I feel like it's more fun that way. I don't, I don't know, I don't like when people come up here like, okay, so let me tell you why you're wrong. But I uh, actually start with a little bit of a story. Um, but the topic today is going to be about listening and doing, something I'm not very good at, so I thought I'd tell you how to do it. Uh, but uh, the story I want to start with involves uh, me and Dylan here, uh, not our best show of character, but... We were in uh, San Diego for a family vacation, I think I want to say like 2014, and a little backstory, we have, my, I have a crazy uncle who, like everyone has that crazy member of their family, you know, the one that they're, you're like a little scared of, you're like, yeah, I don't know, um, but anyway, he's got like eyebrows that like pierce your soul, and like, the guy you don't want to get mad at you, like, he, you're like, he'll scorn you, and you're just like, I'm just going to go hide for a bit, you know, but um, anyway, so me and Snow, we were playing a little game. And he comes up to us, and we were getting ready to go to a beach to have a fun beach day. And he says, hey, Logan Snow, all I need from you is to just blow up this one little raft. That's all you have to do to help out. And we're like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. And then we kept putting it off, and we just kind of played our game for a bit. And then, like, about an hour and a half later, we're like, oh, shoot, we should probably get that done. That's, that's not something we should leave. So we walk outside, and we come outside, and we're like, the raft is already blown up. And we're like, sweet, we don't have to do anything. Let's go back inside. And then a half hour later, my uncle comes up to me. He's like, hey, I saw you guys blew up the raft. That was a nice job. And me and Snow kind of look at each other. We're like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was totally us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, his like happy-go-lucky smile turns into a scorn, and he was just like, yeah, no, I did that. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to go go to the bathroom now. <laughs> Snow, you want to take this one? But um, I just remember thinking, OK, that's the last time I'm going to do that. And then probably went and did it again some other time. But it's. It's so important that when someone tells us something that we actually go and do it. Because when we just like, oh yeah, I hear you, yeah, 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 and we don't do it, it ends up disaster. I think we could all have our own little funny story of sometime where we should have done something that someone told us to do, but we just ended up not doing it. So before I get into the doing part, I just wanted to uh, think and stop for a minute. So how do we listen to others? So like, I know something basic, you're probably up, like, Logan, the way you listen to someone is by listening. but. Um, you know, sometimes we kind of forget the basics. Like, so what does listening look like just in general? You've got to pay attention. You've got to keep an open mind. You've got to be willing to listen. And I know half of you are already losing the paying attention part, but <laughs> hey, you're trying, you're trying. But um, so the basics of that is just paying attention and understanding what the person is saying. The next step is I want to say, okay, well, how do we listen in school? You study, you take notes, you memorize. Well, some of us do. The other, uh, 
I can look at some of the people in the front row here who I know don't really do that much. But, um, um, but it's just like reading the word. Like, if you don't study, you don't memorize, you don't pay attention, what's going to happen? Are you going to just sit there and read words? Okay, so the, I understand those words on that page, but am I not taking them to heart? Am I not memorizing them? Am I not studying them? Am I actually learning from them? Am I actually applying those words that I'm hearing right now? It's just like in school. If you don't study, you don't memorize, you don't learn, you're going to get a bad grade. Just like being a disciple. You don't study, you don't memorize, you don't learn, you're not going to do too well. You're not going to get that treasure in heaven as much as someone else. But um, Then I want to say, well, how do we listen to disciples? A lot of the times we don't. That's the first step. But uh, the second step is you got to be humble. You got to be humble when listening to disciples. How many of us have ever been brought aside by somebody and just been like, yeah, no, I don't want to listen to you. I'm right. You're wrong. I've done that so many times. I'm, I'm a very prideful person. I, I got a lot of pride, and uh, I know a couple of people here do too. And so when someone tells me, puts me aside and says, hey, Logan, you're wrong, I'm like, heck no, you're wrong. And let me tell you why you're wrong. But, um, so the first thing we got to be is we got to be humble. We got to be willing to accept that the other person might know a little more than you. And for my case, that most certainly is true. I know that some of you out here have been a disciple longer than I've been alive. And a lot of times I'm not willing to listen even then. I'm like, no, I got to know more than that guy. Like, I mean, it's me. Come on. But um, so we got to be open-minded and willing to listen. And that's something that I a lot of the times fail with. But I don't want to take my word for it. Uh, let's uh, see what the Bible has to say about it. So if we could... Uh, if we could open up to James 1, 19 through 21. And for those of you who are lazy, it's going to be up on the screen, too. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a little bit more time. Better hurry up. All right, well, if you're there, great. If not... You're bad, but okay. Um, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. I don't know about you guys, but that stands out to me. Quick to listen slow to speak, slow to become angry? Yeah, that does not sound like me right there, but that's so, I think a lot of my friends can attest that I'm not very slow to speak or very slow to become angry. I know, like, for instance, um, when I wake up in the morning, uh, Jordan calls me Mr. Grumpy Gills, um, because I wake up and I'm, like, immediately, like, yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm just shut off, not willing to listen, not willing to talk, and, and if I do, it's never in anything nice, but, um, so I just want to say that, um, so let's see here. Why, why do you think it says we should be quick to listen like, or slow to speak? Like, why should we be slow to speak or slow to get angry? Why is that? Like, why not be quick to listen? And uh, a little word of wisdom that Tim gave to Snow, who gave to me, um, was uh, you should never make an emotional decision when it comes to things. And I, I always thought about, like, okay, why shouldn't we make an emotional decision? Aren't emotions good sometimes? And I realized that, especially when someone's telling you something, the first response you want to do is reject that thought that they're telling you. Like, when someone's correcting me, the first thing I want to do is reject that. Like, I want to say that I'm perfect. I want to say that I have no flaws. And so I got to be slow to speak to actually take in what they are telling me, to actually listen to what they have to say. And that's something that I think 
a lot of us can struggle with as, a, as disciples is not being willing to listen to what the other person has to say. And then uh, actually take it to heart and understanding why they're saying it. Because no one will ever talk to you and say something that's wrong unless they have a reason for it. They, you don't just suddenly develop a problem with something. But um, a little quick example of that is, um, so my brother or my dad usually takes me to school in the morning. And so usually when it's me and my brother, we'll, uh, we'll say a little prayer to get in the right heart and talk about maybe what struggles we're going through and stuff like that. And so in the mornings, I'm always not in the mood for that stuff, but it helps me get in the right mind. And um, I got to thank Kyle because he's always the one who's like, hey, dude, let's pray and let's pray. And I'm like, man, I don't want to, but I should because he's saying I should. But um, um, but we get in the car and we finish our prayer. And so Kyle's like, so how's it going with uh, like being a light in high school? And one of the things that I've been called to do is be encouraging to others and reach out to people and even lead a ministry on that church. But I haven't, I mean, on that campus that I haven't been able to do too well. But so Kyle asked me, so how's all that going? And I gave whatever excuses I gave for that day, or uh, I was busy, or um, I didn't get a chance to, or I didn't see that person that I wanted to reach out to. And he kind of turned and looked at me, like, not the best thing to do while driving, but he turned and looked at me. <laughs> and he, and he, he kind of gave me this scorn, and I, I was thinking, well, before I go any further, there's always two ways people get corrected. Some people need the encouragement and like, hey, you're doing well, but here's what you need to fix. Some people need the slap in the face. Hey, you need to fix this act up right now. I know I am one of those people. And so Kyle, and he knows I'm one of those people too. So he, he comes, he gives me this nice, good scorn. I'm, if you ask him, I'm sure he could give it to you. And he's like, why the heck not? Why are you not serving Christ in that place? What is more important? What is your excuse? I'm sitting here thinking, I want to bite my tongue, because if I open my mouth right now, it's just going to be anger, spitting anger. I remember just nodding my head, just thinking, just don't slap him, don't kill him. You're in a car. If he dies, you die. But, um, but so, and I cannot take correction from my brother. If Kyle tells me to do something, I will immediately get mad at him. And then someone could tell me to do it. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. So making it Kyle was just like piling bricks on the fire. And I was just like, all right, all right, I'm just going to listen, bite my tongue. And then when I got out of the car, I realized, what the heck, he was right. Like, he was just flat out right. And I got there, and that day I was productive for Christ. I did reach out to someone. I did encourage someone. I did lead a study. And I was like, you know what? I need that in my life. I need to be listening. If I'm not, what the heck am I doing? What was the point of me getting baptized if I'm not going to go out and change my life for Christ? Like, what did I sign up for? I got to actually do this. It's not about getting comfortable and be like, I read my word. I went to church. I'm good. That's not what God's about. He's about getting you out of your comfort zone. And that's one of the things I had to grow up or grow into. So um, I wanted to take this chance to go into another verse kind of talking about that. It's um, Proverbs 18, 13. If you guys could turn there real quick. Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and read it now. So, to answer before listening, that is folly and shame. So not only is it folly, so is it a stupid thing to do, but it's also shameful in God's eyes. You've got to, to answer before listening, you've got to actually listen to what they're saying. So don't forget that. <laughs> actually pay attention to what they're saying. And then if you um, flip one page over, there's another verse, uh, Proverbs 19, 27. Should be pretty close. 
Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. So that's another thing, man. Like, if you stop listening to instruction, stop listening to that correction or that teaching that God is trying to give you, I mean, you are straying away from the words of knowledge. You are straying away from becoming a better person than you already are. Like, it, it is so different when you actually take that correction and implant it. It doesn't feel good at first when someone corrects you, but you know when you change and you become that better disciple, you become that better person, you start to grow and you feel it. You're like, oh, that guy was right. That guy actually helped me out. Like Kyle, for instance, hated it in the moment, but it made me grow like tenfold, and I felt immediately better afterwards. And um, so I wanted to move into the next part. Um, how do you implement what you hear? So we all know, now we know kind of what it means to listen. So how do you do what you hear? How do you take what that person said to you and apply it? So for instance, if let's say for me, I, I like to play football. So how do you take what, um, what a coach says to you? You actually just got to get out in the field and do it. You got to actually apply what you're listening. If you're sitting here and playing the theoretical game where like, okay, so if this person does that, I do that. It only goes so far. You actually have to get up off the couch and do something. I know that's something we don't like to do in our generation, but we, we got to actually turn off the TV and go live for Christ. It's not about just your own relationship with God. You actually have to build the kingdom with Christ, and, you ha and that's what the church is here to do. We're here to grow the kingdom. We're here to bring more people in, bring more disciples, and that's what God's called us to do. You got to build a habit. One of the hardest things to do is to build a habit. Like, for instance, um, one of the things I got corrected on, I, I want to say, like, over the summer, is I had to be more encouraging to people. Like, I found that I was, I didn't find, someone told me that I was very inwardly focused. And um, and at first, I was like, no, I'm not. And then I was like, okay, yes, I am. That one was kind of easier to get, because I tend to like to stay at home, do my own little thing. I'm very introverted. And so one of the things that Kyle helped me to do is, He's like, hey, I know at first it's going to feel unnatural, like reaching out and encouraging people or sending a nice text in the morning because that's not something you're used to doing. So build a habit. Get something to build a habit. So I set a daily reminder on my phone to just start building that habit. It says just, one says, check yourself because I need to start seeing where I am as a disciple. And then, <laughs> then one says, text other disciples, someone else as a disciple and encourage them. And it goes off at 8 o'clock every day. And... I try to get it done every time, and that's one of the things you got to do sometimes is if you can't remind yourself, get something that will or someone who will. So you got to build that habit at first until it becomes something you do naturally. Um, all right, then uh, I wanted to flip over to James 1, 22 through 25. So, starts with 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Yeah, this one cuts me to the core, guys. Like, for me... In 22, just in the beginning part, do not merely listen. Like, how many of us have come here to church and be like, oh, yeah, that guy said something that was really good. All right, now I'm going to go watch TV. Like, how many times have we done that as disciples? Like, that was great. I should listen to that. All right, now I'm going to go have fun. But it's so hard. And one of the things that has helped me to get in the habit of actually 
instead of just listening and applying is, um, actually it was Eugene's idea is, start keeping a notebook to take to church or take to studies so you write down the studies so you can have them and remember them and know what you should be doing. And that's one thing that helped me is like, when I realized when I was doing studies, like just reading the study, it was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I'm gonna go have fun now. Um, so one of the things that helped me is when I take the notes, I one, I memorize it more in my head, but two, I can come back to that later and think, okay, this is something that I wrote down and thought it was meaningful enough to actually go out and practice. So that's one thing that I think we can get a little bit in the habit of. Um, and then in, right after that, it says, and so deceive yourselves. So do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. How often can we deceive ourselves by thinking we come to church, we read our Bible, we are good. That's all we have to do. That is not what Christianity is about. It is not about our comfort zone. It is about breaking that comfort zone. It's about growing. It's about becoming someone more than you are. And I don't know about you, but that's hard for me to do. I don't like to grow. I don't like change. Everyone who knows me, I go to a restaurant, I get a cheeseburger the same exact way with the same exact fries. If you've been with me twice, you know it's the exact same way every time. And so that's one thing that I learned I need to grow is I need to grow just in general. And that was hard for me to understand at first, but that's something that I think, especially as a church, we can get into our comfort zone. And I think we need to branch out and actually grow in the way of breaking out of what you feel is natural and easy for you. If you're not challenging yourself as a disciple, you're not growing. And we gotta get that done, man. Um, all right, so why should we do what it says? So it says right there, we need to do what it says, but the question of the established order, why should we do what it says? Well, because God told me to, but besides that, like why should we do what it says? If you guys turn to uh, James 4, 17, I'm about to answer that question. Or God's gonna answer that question for me. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. That's heavy, man. Like, I got enough sin on my plate, but to know that if I know something I should do and I don't, that's a sin too? It's like, come on, I can't win here. Come on. It's like, I mean, I'm walking down the street and I see a guy I should reach out to. Even if I don't do it because I'm, not, I'm called to and I don't, that's a sin right there. Like, that's the same as any other sin. And it's like, what the heck, man? I can't win here. I got to go reach out to that guy now. I got to stop my car. I got to get out and do that. Uh, funny little story. Um, me and Kyle were at Taco Bell one day, and Kyle just saw somebody outside, and he's like, hey, let's go reach out to that guy. I'm like, no, I want to eat my Taco Bell. <laughs> all right. I was like, all right, all right. I guess we got to go because now if I don't, it's a sin. But it's like, it's funny because we think about it. It's like, okay, well, I didn't actually do anything bad today. Like, did I, did I like, yell at someone? No, maybe, well, maybe, but, uh, um, but now we got to go and out and actually do stuff because God calls us to do stuff. And that's something that I had to learn, too, is as a disciple and learn it early is you are called to do those things, too. You are not just called to worry about yourself and worry about your own faith, but to help other people. Whether they be older or younger, or whether they be smarter or not as smart, but um, you know who you are. But uh, uh, you gotta actually reach out to people. You gotta actually build relationships, and that's something that I think some of us it's easy. Some people are very extrovert and they love like, oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm I'm this person. Me, I'm just like, no, no, no. Okay, I, I want to go sit in my little corner. But so you gotta actually. Do what it says. You got. You can't fool yourself and think, okay, I don't have to do anything now. I'm good. I'm fine. But 
you actually have to go out and seek that relationship. You've got to go out and grow. You've got to go out and reach out to that person, whoever it may be. And I think that's one way we've got to actually challenge ourselves. We've got to actually do what the Bible says, believe it or not. You've got to do what God calls you to do. So, guys, what's the difference between listening and doing? So what's the difference between me hearing something and me doing something? Well, it's simple. If we look at um, James, I believe it's 2, 15 through 16, it lets us know right there. All right. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace and keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? So if I go out and it's like, oh, yeah, that guy's struggling. Hey, you guy, you, you, yeah, you do well. You got food. You do well. But if I do nothing for that person, did I truly love on that person? Did I truly help that person? If I'm over here thinking, hey, yeah, you should, you should find Christ and be baptized, but I don't actually go out and do anything for them, what, what good is it? What, it does nothing for them. They're, they're still in the same situation as they were before. And I think that's one of the things we can get caught up to is um, sometimes we're sitting here praying for something to happen when sometimes we need to actually just get out there and make that thing happen. You keep praying for the courage to go reach out to somebody, get up off the couch and go reach out to somebody. It's that simple. It's literally that simple. I have done that so many times. Like, oh, God, just give me the strength to go reach out to that person. Oh, God, let that guy hear me. It's like, well, he can't hear you if you don't actually talk. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should go do that. But um, that's one of the things I think we fall so, fall so easily into is we keep praying and hoping and wishing, but if you don't actually get up and do something, it's just going to stay that, a hope or a wish. Like prayer is good and all that, and you need prayer, but I'm saying have action behind it. Have faith, but have the deeds to back it up. So I wanted to challenge you guys um, today to actually get better at something today. To, if your problem today is you're not easy, you won't listen to people, and you kind of have that closed-off mindset or that hard heart, I ask that you become more open. You'd be willing to listen to those disciples or whoever may be correcting you. Maybe it's just your parents, and you just don't like listening to them. But um, um, And then if you have an easy job listening to people, I ask that you'd get better actually doing what you want to do. Don't, don't sit here and think and ask uh, about getting better at something or reaching out to somebody or wanting a ministry to grow. Get out there and grow it. Get out there and reach out to that person. Get out there and be the better disciple that you can be. And that's all I have to say. And I just want to thank you for letting me talk. Thank you. 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 Thank you.